I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to episode 30 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture film and music podcast where a single die roll decides what movie we have to see. My name is Dan Gorman. God schmod, I want my monkey man. <laughs> uh, my name is Casey Lyons, and this is a little off topic, but how British am I? <laughs> obscure. Yes, very obscure. <laughs> I, I will give you $5,000 to anybody listening who knows what that's from. Someone's just going to Google it. You know yeah, that, right? Even then, this I don't know. It's going out onto the internet. Uh, yeah, well, they that. also then have to find me yeah. <laughs> to collect their and you money. you will be hiding in the woods somewhere. I will. <laughs> Well, they don't know where my house is, Dan. I could probably just stay in my house. Go to the woods. Oh, to the woods. woods. (laughs) Camouflage yourself. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm Greg, and death to Videodrome. Long live the new flesh. There you go. Uh, There it is. A more serious one. Yeah. (laughs) Pull something out of my stomach for you. Yeah. Mm. Please don't. Uh, (laughs) No, I want to see where this is going. (laughs) <laughs> I want to see what he's Just got in there. Through. There's part um, of a pizza pop. That's about it. We got 87 throwback on today's episode. <laughs> Film roulette hero swap. We're going to recast a movie at the end and much more. Uh, but first, we're going to do our usual chat about stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys like stuff, right? I uh-huh. hate it. Oh, well, fuck. See you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go through a bunch of movies real quick because... I don't, I don't want to take up too much time, but I saw a bunch of movies at TIFF, um, and I'll just go through them. I saw Spring Breakers with uh, oh. James James Franco, James Franco and yeah. oh, uh, right, right. the Disney Girls, Selena Gomez, um, directed by, what's his name, Harmony Kareen. Yeah, yeah. How um, was that? I, I had no idea that was directed yeah. by him. And I don't really like his movies. No, they're um, terrible. They're pretty bad, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it was my favorite movie at TIFF. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's over the top, like crazy, uh, super funny, and like violent and crazy. Um, oh. James Franco was fucking hilarious in it. Amazing. Like, All right. So far over the top, it was. Oh my god. It was my. F- I was like so surprised coming out of it that it was my favorite. I <laughs> had no idea that was him. All yeah. I ever saw of it was like uh, a sh- like a short interview with him talking with James Franco talking yeah. about it and then with uh, Disney McGee talking about it <laughs> and she seemed to like and it's Disney funny now, now that I know that it's a Harmony Korine movie because like she was like oh it's so great to be at spring break and yeah, just see yeah. all the people having fun and stuff <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and it goes like I don't know it goes super like it has like a crime element to it like James Franco is like a drug dealer and right. it's I don't know I really liked it um, and then I also saw The Paperboy oh with, right yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey and Zac Efron and yeah. uh, I've not even uh, heard about this. 
fuck Nicole Kidman yeah yeah um Nicole Kidman pees on Zac Efron at one point <laughs> I, I thought it, this was good. can I get some coming co- can I get yeah. some she won the lottery who gets to pee on this yeah. kid <laughs> was it a bet or yeah that's the whole I movie double dog re- dare you Travolta's furious that this movie was made <laughs> yeah because that was his thing yeah <laughs> Um, this movie was supposedly going to be like the disaster of the film festival, but I thought it was pretty entertaining. I liked the trailers I saw. Um, I just thought it was going to be this embarrassing movie to watch where you're embarrassed for everyone involved because it's so like, I don't know. I didn't really like Precious and it's the same director. Right. Um, right. I never not, I never saw Precious by the Sapphire name. I wasn't, yeah, (laughs) I wasn't big on it. Um, it was all right. I liked, I liked the performance. Yes. Yeah. She was very, very good. But this movie's like it kind of reminded me of Killer Joe in a way, by way of like Wild Things. Like it, it like knew like how over the top it was right. and, and sleazy it was, and and like Nicole Kidman is pretty embarrassingly over the top, but f- in a fun way. Like it's a fun well, movie to watch. Well, she's not bad sleazy. at doing that because I really like To Die For. Yes, and yes, she's yes. Way over the but top that, that was that was a little yeah. a little subtle like I guess. I, I, I'm not gonna say it was subtle because her mm. performance was kind of over the top but the tone of it was a little more subtle yeah yeah this is cool not movie. this is just like craziness right and and sleazy and like noir but like I don't know I thought it was fun is that I coming back that 90s like I sleazy so. movie thing yeah because I'm, between this and with that. that's all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um what else did I see I saw uh, John dies at the end. Oh, oh that was sweet! Was that oh, yeah, good? I saw Bruce just just before he was going to see. Yeah, him. I I liked it. I was super tired when I was watching it because it was Midnight Madness. Um, and it's like so surreal and weird that it didn't really lend itself to me falling asleep because I was like, "What's going on now?" Like, <laughs> but I don't know. I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. The main guy you woke it, up at the end and he was dead. Yeah, and you were like, "Good title." <laughs> <laughs> he did. Um. <laughs> Uh, what else? I saw Come Out and Play, which was a remake. This was a Midnight Madness movie about, like, two tourists, a guy and his pregnant wife go to this island, and it turns out the island was taken over by a bunch of kids, and they've gone crazy and killed all the adults. Hmm, sure. Um, it was... Eh. Why did they go there? Uh, they were just like it's an island where there's like a like a carnival or like there's some kind of a festival, and they, they just hit, miss the tail end of it. And so they're like, why isn't anyone around? I don't know. I didn't. I've I've always heard that the first, the original was amazing, but this one, I don't know. It was okay, worth a watch. And then I watched Room Two Thirty Seven, which is a documentary about people that are obsessed with The Shining. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, like people that have conspiracy theories about The Shining. Right. Uh, fucking awesome. Sweet. Yeah, I really want to yeah, see that. It's people who have conspiracy about theories about The Shining. Yeah, yeah, and and the, and you never see the people that they interviewed. They just use. I don't footage think of that was movie. real blood coming out of that <laughs> elevator. No, it's more like uh, Stanley Kubrick made The Shining as his admittal to having faked the moon landing. And here's the things in the movie that I think say that this is what he's saying in the movie oh well now that's insane. because the kid in the movie's wearing like a an apollo t-shirt yeah, 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 and blah yeah. blah blah and he stands up and like stuff like that and one guy thinks that it's uh like an al- allegory for the for the holocaust and here's the things in the movie that point to why it is right yeah. or another guy thinks it's like about the american slaughter of the native americans and here's the things in the movie. like it's fucking well great. that one's a little more literal because it's because the hotel is built on uh, an yeah, indian yeah, burial yeah, ground right. like I don't know that that's so much of a conspiracy. Yeah, but it was fun. It was good. It's like it doesn't. I don't know. It kind of makes fun of the people. It's it doesn't take like an angle where you're like, look at these stupid people say these dumb things. But <laughs> but it like it 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 
it doesn't it kind of makes fun of the people but it also celebrates like isn't it fun to think about these crazy things mm-hmm. about this yeah movie? i really want to see that yeah that was really that good. good i didn't even know about that uh, i don't know about most things though i'm a fairly dull person <laughs> um and i think i got i don't know the other ones i saw that weren't tiff was i finally watched anvil have you guys yeah. seen oh anvil? yeah no, i haven't anvil's seen it so good what an awesome oh movie. my god so yeah. great and yeah. so emotional totally yeah yeah even if you don't like heavy metal i can imagine like be getting emotional about that movie oh totally it's super good yeah and yeah. then we wanted to talk about boys next door yeah which is uh penelope Shearis film from the 80s yeah 86 or something like that yeah you so you greg told me to watch this uh so i did yeah well, very good <laughs> i just do all right i guess everything I'll watch checks out here yeah, <laughs> yeah uh I, yeah it's it was so much better than i was expecting because i yes. didn't really know what like looking at you know it's popped up on netflix i'm like well i don't know the cover looks like it's, it's just like two kids yeah yeah and charlie sheen's in it yeah but charlie sheen's awesome in it so good and uh uh maxwell caulfield is yeah. outrageous in it yeah that guy the is guy from so... greece too yeah and you're yeah, like yeah. holy shit he's actually like, he's amazing insane. like his career was i mean he's done well he's had a he's had a very lengthy career lots of work but he was kind of geared yeah. up to be like the next big thing but greece too is so phenomenally bad <laughs> yeah, yeah. gigantic failure that it completely derailed him no doubt yeah uh, for years but i mean this is when he's just young and hungry and going for it and it's a dark uh fascinating movie yeah. it doesn't really, always work but no when it but does, it's kind of brilliant yeah like and ahead of its time like i can't imagine people watching that when it came out because it's such a like criticism of the times yeah so you look at it now and you're like look what they were saying about like what like what was going on at the time totally kind of thing um and i loved that it was structured kind of like a teen movie yeah and absolutely. It, for like the first 20 minutes it's kind of like a high school here these kids are outcasts or yeah, whatever yeah. and then like slowly they turn into like murderers yeah it was pretty amazing yeah fantastic um, yeah spoiler alert great pace to it great pace. yeah yeah um yeah very cool movie yeah that, that's all i got I didn't really, I didn't watch too much this week, but I did read a couple of things that I got excited about. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this morning, but it's been confirmed it's going on. They are, every once in a while with the remakes or rebooting an idea or a property, yeah. it's like, yes, do that, because they're making a movie of Manimal. Oh, my God. Oh, no way. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I'm not surprised. That makes perfect sense. Holy Christ. I just can't see how that's going to be a good movie. Yeah. No. I can't see how it's going to be bad. Are you will, guy who turns into random animals to fight crime. That's I'm insane. In. Are yeah. they remaking it as a TV show? No, or as a they're, movie. They're a movie yeah, yeah, is there yeah. anyone attached? Or? No, uh, nobody that I've read yet, but okay. uh, I don't think they're going to go back and get Simon McCorkendale. <laughs> the name just rolls off. Well, let's like not say that they won't. <laughs> until they... He, he was Manimal in the TV show. He's if, if, Not everyone watched Manimal, but if anyone's seen Jaws 3, He's the weapons, he's like the weapons guy who's in Jaws' mouth yeah. for a half an hour at the end of the movie with a grenade in his hand. <laughs> Anytime, guys, I'll pull the pin. <laughs> so say the word, man. Hang out in here. I got you this. Say the word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was manimal. I, I got a book. I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> the novelization of Jaws. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing that really caught my attention this week. And that uh, I just showed you guys the... Uh, Robotech style animation, uh, fan made yeah, which is Star awesome. Wars clip, which is uh, so yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah. really if cool. If people want to find that, what did they search? Just um, and Star Wars fan uh, anime. Yeah, because uh, we'll, we'll post awesome. it on the uh, on, on our Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, we'll put it on. Facebook. It's pretty cool, and I like that it's all from the perspective mainly of the Empire. Like you're following the Tie Fighters. Yeah, 
while they're going after X-Wings. Very, very cool. If you want to nerd out and see something awesome, it's, you know, if, if George Lucas or Lucasfilms was going to attach an idea to something to make more money off of us from Star Wars, yeah. I think that's kind of the way to go. You could make something pretty cool with that. I got really excited looking at it, you know? Yeah, I thought it was awesome, and I don't even like Star Wars, so I was like, this is wicked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else? Anything else? Did you want to talk about the Halloween thing, Casey? Uh, oh. I, I put uh, it up on the Facebook today. There's an animatic from before the Halloween Rob Zombie movies came out. This guy that worked for Marvel made an animatic of like the first 10 minutes of what he would do if he was going to reboot yeah, and it's, Halloween. It's fantastic. Do you know so the guy's good. name? Hmm? What's, what the guy who worked for Marvel? Do you know his uh, name? I can find out while well, Casey's talking about deal, it. It's not a big deal, but just curious. Uh, Stanley. So what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Joe. Peter uh, Parker. <laughs> it was, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's really amazing. Like, it's a, it's sort of like a crudely done. Well, actually, it's a, it's a well it's, done it animatic. It has, like, but, really high production value. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, it, it's, uh, I, I don't know, like, it, it, it uh, you're just, I can't use words right now um <laughs> uh it's just an animatic you're watching this kind of clunky thing and like i was completely sucked into the story yeah um they set up the the relationship between the two characters uh, at the beginning as a, this brother and sister cop and the brother's more um more uh, experienced and and so you have like you just get enough of an emotional attachment to the characters. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, and and yeah, like the way it's directed and everything, it's it's super tense and uh, and I really wish they had have done this yeah, instead, instead of, of giving the... it to a shitty. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you'd call him. Metal horror yeah. metal. I don't I know. I hate Rob Zombie. I'm not big on his films. No, the no, guy. And the first Halloween was was way over the top. And, yeah, and and I didn't like that. Might they as gave, well not have been a Halloween. They tried movie. to give him like backstory. They're like, here he is as a yeah. kid. Like, let's show his life and family. And yeah, stuff. which I felt kind of took Un- away yeah. from the creepiness of yeah, the totally. Fact character. that you just don't know anything about this guy who just wants to kill. Yeah, that's you. why it yeah, works yeah, so yeah. well. But, I mean, yeah. the, the, that backstory is there in, in Carpenter's Halloween, but just very like yeah. That's all you know is this kid went bananas and yeah, he's been in a mental why, institution yeah. and now he's out. Yeah, and they spend like a good twenty minutes on his uh, uh, on his uh, well, maybe not twenty minutes, but like on on like that whole scene. At the oh, when he's a kid, yeah, yeah, and then you have all the stuff with Donald Pleasance, like like just. All the cheesy stuff that's fun, but like his mm-hmm. like he's evil, like yeah, evil, yeah. blah blah yeah. blah. Like that just kind of gives it the weight, right? Totally. Um, this guy's name was uh, Federico D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. I thought it might be a. He yeah he was like an artist I guess. Sure. Uh yeah it's super cool check it out. Awesome. Uh I guess we can get right into eighty seven throwback. All right. Here we are, post song, eighty uh, seven <laughs> throwback. Song. It's a good song. <laughs> it is a good song. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, all right, this week we're gonna throw back to a movie and an album from nineteen eighty seven, and we got two fucking great ones. Oh this yeah, week. this is so good, good this week. Really good. Yeah. Uh, album first, album as first. usual. Yeah. Uh, and I was saying to Casey, this is timed very well because perfectly well. Yesterday, uh, Dinosaur Junior released their brand new album, yep. and we are talking about their 
not I don't know. Would you call this their breakthrough? This was like when I was getting into sec- Dinosaur Junior. This was the one that everyone pointed me to. Well, this yeah. is the this is the one where if you uh, like uh, if you're like, oh, I'm starting to get into Dinosaur Junior. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you know Living All Over Me? Yeah. Oh no, I haven't checked that one. Oh uh, well, then you don't really. Know. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the do the people you're talking to usually <laughs> fall asleep while you're talking? Yeah, yeah. I no, you I don't hang really. out with so many narcoleptics. You have no idea. <laughs> It's uh, it's it has a strong argument for being the best one. It's really good. You know, it's this is pre major mm. label though. Yeah. Um, and it was uh originally, uh, when they r- recorded it and were releasing it, they were still just called Dinosaur. They hadn't yeah. had to add the Junior yet. Right. And apparently, a bunch of copies had to be recalled, and then they had to put them back out with the new cover with the Junior on it. Uh, the title yeah. comes from something that Jay Maskus said while they were all on tour together. You're living all over me, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, which which is funny to think because of the the stories that that you hear yeah. about them as a uh, yeah. as a group of people totally. who just loathe each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they play very good music together, and yeah, this album is just I, I adore this album. This album is amazing. Um, yeah, it's... the the opening, uh, the first thirty seconds of uh, Little Furry Things is about as cool an opener to any album I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah. It just has such a I could listen to that forever. It's so weirdly uplifting and intense and dark. It's so ugh. yeah, yeah. A like whole he, lot of he things. He just at bludgeons once. you with the guitars immediately, yeah. which I love. Again, knowing knowing so much, I, I read a book called uh, uh, "Our Band Could Be Your Life," and I highly suggest it. It's Michael Azarad. Uh, it's it's so great. It just talks about all the bands that sort of shaped the sort of indie mm-hmm. scene, uh, and Dinosaur Junior is one of them. So so reading all all about them and and um and how the the dynamic between the band like yeah, there's crazy stories. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like how how Jay Massis didn't like. Um, uh, like he didn't want to play guitar because it wasn't loud enough. <laughs> so uh, he always wanted to be a drummer. Um, so, and you can really like in the production of pretty much every Dinosaur Junior album, the drums are are in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're in there somewhere, but they're just like it's just this fucking wash of crazy yeah. loud guitars, mm-hmm. guitar tone. And this is just a good introduction to. Yep, this is what it's going to be and like. I, <laughs> I always thought like this is the album because it came right after they were like album as dinosaur before yeah. um this was like the first one where their sound like kind of gelled like mm-hmm. from from here on it was like okay this is what the band sounds like yeah, yeah. kind of thing yeah um which is why i guess it's so highly regarded um but yeah i like i remember getting into dinosaur jr i got into them through some of their later stuff like uh where you been I that think, was my first i think that was my i think that was one. a lot of people's first because that's that was start what chopping was yeah. the biggest blowout uh, blow up hit you know yeah, yeah and start one of the chopping. songs ever yeah um yeah like because i was into built to spill and then somehow mm. i think because he would get compared to jay and his like guitar uh heroics mm-hmm. and so i was just like i guess i gotta check this band out and i got that album which kind of shares some stuff with uh built spill and then worked my way back and, and he, fucking right dinosaur jr one of my favorite bands amazing mm-hmm. and he's such an outrageous guitar player yeah. like he was the first uh guitar player that really uh, captured my ear and imagination yeah and, you know what what you can do with that instrument like his solos are so uh lyrical and yeah. it's, he, his guitar playing is like the musical equivalent for me of like looking out a train window yeah like it's it's this like emotional checkpoint there's, there's <laughs> yeah. it's so 
tragic sounding. Yeah, just... and 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 strangely constructed. Like the, there will be a verse, and then after that verse, there will be a chorus, and then after that chorus, there will be a like j- the little instrumental thing mm-hmm. that just then goes into another verse, and then into another instrumental thing. Like yeah, yeah. like the construction of the songs is really really genius, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's yeah. something that you could miss. You know, like Absolutely. like because it's so washy, and there's so much guitar going on in this. Um, you, you can just miss the subtle intricacy of yeah. the way the song is actually constructed. Uh, really, and then when really it needs to like not be subtle, you know, oh, it yeah. punches you in the face with, yeah. Yeah. with amazing fucking jams. But but at the same time, like the 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 great brutality of the guitars is offset by his like self conscious yeah. kind oh. of whiny. I mean, Dinosaur Jr. is yeah. a pretty sad band. Yeah, when you yeah. Think about it, like. You just picture Jay like I don't know. I always picture him just like being alone, like writing these. So like, <laughs> like all of his songs are all very depressing. Yeah, you know? oh yeah. But his like, vocal delivery is so yeah. sad. Like, yeah. Well, but I mean, they have re- a song called "Puke and Cry." So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate uh, "Show Me the Way." I hate that song. Yeah. Uh, but I love their version of it because that's the only way to make that song work is to sing it in that fractured Mm -hmm. sort of almost halfway desperate vocal you know that's the only way to uh, turn that fucking peter frampton song into something that's not i don't know i i i can't say i hate that song Um, let's get the maxi priest version for you uh i don't think i've ever actually heard that but anything maxi priest does (laughs) i'm probably gonna be on board for it so get dinosaur jr you're living yeah. all over me. And yeah, Get and the new album is uh, is now out. I have yet to listen to it. Yeah, I'm going to go pick it up on vinyl this week because yeah. that's the best way to listen to Dinosaur Jr. And uh, since the uh, Beyond in 2007, I think it was, they've been the, the, the original lineup. Yeah. Uh, Beyond was amazing. Then Farm blew my mind. Farm is so good. I didn't have, like Farm as much as I Beyond, nuts, but I need to I go back to it. Farm. Oh, yeah. it's so great. But they're they're one of those bands they've they've pulled it off like in terms of reuniting so many years later. Like there's yeah. not a lot of bands well, that are this solid that many years later yeah. and have put out three albums now. I'm assuming the new one's good because it's Dinosaur Jr. They yeah. put out two amazing reunion albums. I can't imagine this one being bad. Yeah. Um, it, it the, the the thing that I really like about them is that there's a very definitive sound. Like, yeah. even his vocal, like even his melodies are so similar to each other mm-hmm. in what he does. Um, but but they're never tiresome somehow, yeah. and yeah, yeah. and they they're a band that hasn't really grown out of their sound. They just keep doing the same yeah. sound, mm-hmm. same sound, same sound. But um, you don't grow tired of it, it yeah. not at all. Like it's 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 amazing when when a band can find a sound like that and um and have it be so relevant i don't know how you would do that like yeah. it can't be a conscious decision as well, a songwriter like uh, there's 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 not a lot of bands that can do that but i mean like spoon spoon yeah. or a band uh, yeah, that that yeah. every time they put an album out you're like i kind of know what this is going to sound like yeah but i know it's going to be good yeah. yeah and it always is totally yeah. um, and can spoon like uh, if you guys are listening please did you put out another fucking album yeah. already? I'm dying for a new album. Been like, it's been, been like two years. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, long. come on. Well. Yeah. I don't know. I just I love Transference. So yeah, yeah. Much. It was amazing. And I just really want. And it just like, came out so quickly after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, you know, accustomed to the speed. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on to our movie. Uh, to, we're going to talk about Near Dark, oh, yeah. the Catherine Bigelow um, 
I, 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 I had no idea classic. this was really That's Catherine the uh, Bigelow, Academy yeah. Award winning director of Point Break. Yeah. yeah. Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Fuck Something that movie. She made Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that movie with Jamie Lee Curtis about. Blue some, Steel. Yeah. I, which I just watched. I watched that on like, uh, two weeks Netflix ago. recently. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's really entertaining. It's an efficient thriller. There's really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it gets it gets yeah, in uh, and gets out. It's uh, not like a yeah. It's Athena, not her best. Athena recommended it to me, and I watched it, and it's really entertaining. And yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is so awesome. And Michael Rooker is great. I just as uh, a crazy guy. Oh, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, no, no, it's not Michael Rooker. It's uh, Ron Silver. Ron Silver. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but and then Clancy <laughs> Brown is the other detective. And I just thought when I watch Blue Steel, I'm I, it's really fun and engaging, and Ron Silver's so good. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm always like, where are all the cops in this I movie? Know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, yeah. anyway, that's a different conversation. Um, so Near, Near Dark is a vampire movie that that uh, never says, never the, word says the word vampire, yeah. which is awesome. Um, yeah. it's super stylish. Oh, yeah. I mean, I no said this about either. Point Break. I think was it last week we talked about Point Break. I yeah. think so. Um, I said it about then that you could watching her movies now with the hindsight that she went on to become an Academy Award winning director. Mm-hmm. You just sort of like, yeah, of course, yeah. this totally makes sense. Her movies yeah. are so well directed and, and so like this stylish. movie is really well paced. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get a chance to rewatch it, but I watched it back in uh, in college. No, yeah. I've seen it. About, I've like, seen it a, a bunch times yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, so well paced, and the relationships are really great. Like yeah. the relationship yeah. between Adrian Pastar and. Um, uh, blonde vampire. Yeah, uh, I think it's <laughs> her name. I got it open here. It's blonde vampire. Oh, <laughs> well, yep, starring. So you guys uh, Adrian are wrong. They, they call her that all the time. Jenny Wright. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the relationship between Adrian and Lance Hendrickson, you loved. <laughs> uh, I just felt that they really respected each other. Yeah. Uh, no, but the, like it's 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 a good like I don't want to call it a melodrama, but it's a good melodrama no, but, as yeah, well as is. a good. Uh, it's just a really good genre movie. Like yeah. it does oh, yeah. everything right. Like. I mean, it's not. I don't want to say that like this is a perfect movie. Like, I think it's kind of flawed in some ways, but it's so much fun. And there's the fucking amazing bar scene yeah. with Paxton, just like, oh, I popped oh, there. Finger uh, looking Paxton. good. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. what a scene! So That's, good. Yeah, and, uh, so young good. James Legros in that scene. A lot of interesting stuff, like connection stuff, because uh, uh, yeah, Catherine in, Bigelow used to be yeah. linked with uh, with James Cameron, mm-hmm. and then there's a whole ton of the aliens cast in yeah. this movie. Uh, you've got I mean, Vasquez, Bishop, and, yeah. H- and Hudson. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they did uh, Strange Days together. Kind That's of. Right. He wrote. He like wrote her story. I didn't care for that. Yeah. Movie. I like that movie a lot. Mm-mm. That's a really I fun movie. I didn't care for it, Dan. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Change your opinion, <laughs> Change Dan. Off. <laughs> and Tim Thomerson's in it. And Timmy Tim Thomerson is Timmy an Tom's. awesome B movie actor that yeah. not a lot, not enough people know him. Yeah, but the people who do know how awesome he is. Yeah. He's Doll Man. Yeah, he's uh, doll man. Oh my oh god, man. doll man's great. Doll, doll man's man so much fun. Toys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and those trancers movies are crazy. Yes, trancers so one, much fun. Um, our good friend Bruce of uh, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas, he mm-hmm. he showed me trancers for the first time, and I remember at first thinking like, I okay, that was like Bruce said it was gonna be really good, I, and I thought it was like okay, mm-hmm. but the more that I've watched it over the years, that's like a really good B movie, and oh, it's just totally. so fun and has like so a fun script and, and weird, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, it gets, that, it gets crazier as the sequels go on. <laughs> yeah, Helen Hunt, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Near Dark. I mean, if you haven't seen Near Dark and you like uh, vampire movies, this is definitely one of the best. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and check it out the new cover for it, where they've made it look like Twilight. 
I love that. Oh, oh no, really? have they? So funny. Oh, I it's like the like old him. cover with it's, melting uh, yeah. Bill Paxton. It's, <laughs> the, new, the new cover is the main two characters like in an embrace, and and like he's got like a pasty white face. Oh, and they changed <laughs> so the name to Twilight. Yeah, Ooh. near Twilight. Adrian Pazar is great in this movie too. Uh, most people, I guess, know him from Heroes. Mm-hmm. Is the uh, yeah the, oh, other, yeah, right. the Charlie brother. Um, and he's outstanding. He's a great lead in it. Um, yeah, it's just like violent and fun and yeah. entertaining. And it really takes you through a cool uh, journey with the characters because you go from points of like uh, Lance Henriksen and his gang, where you're kind of terrified of yeah, them. And they're, they're awful. So outrageous but then you get this like when they're having the motel scene, and he's kind of decided he's going to go with them or whatever. Yeah. And then it becomes this weird like family, family that you, yeah. you're kind of behind a bit yeah. and you want him to stay with them. And it's really, and then really by the end you want emotions him to escape like that. kind it's of cool. thing. You want him to get back to like his normal life. Yeah, it's absolutely. Pr- it's a, it's, yeah. It's like a weird structure to a movie that yeah. you would think would just be like your average through line where it's like, okay, vampire bitten, you know, you, like mm-hmm. it doesn't really take that normal. I feel like, I feel like it's weird. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's, they get away with it because they don't say, you know, Vampire, vampire, yeah, or heavy fangs. I, I just felt like the whole blood transfusion thing was kind of like it's uh, a little quick bit of a fix. Yeah, yeah, I've always had trouble with that too. But but I mean, for what the are rest you of the do? movie, that's so good. Yeah, like, yeah. I can totally accept <laughs> like, it. You're a vamp, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'll let it I'll, slide. Yeah, yeah. Again, maybe, and again, like it, maybe it's because they don't rely on on traditional vampire yeah. lore that they can get away with that. Um, but yeah, ever. if you uh, haven't seen it, go see that movie or yeah. rent that movie, whatever you need to do. And if you, it's a lot of fun. Have seen it? Uh, watch it again. Oh, yeah. and fun fact that most people don't realize: <laughs> if you don't want to watch the it kid again, in it, remember the, uh, the vampire kid who's stuck being a child for thirty years. Yeah, Homer, the yeah. character's mm. name. That that actor is Jason Patrick's half brother. What? Yep. Which half? He's a whoa. <laughs> he's the uh, he's the son of Jason Miller. <laughs> Who plays uh, uh, from Exorcist? Oh, uh, right, no. crazy. Yeah, as what is was Jason, his name? As is Jason Patrick. Um. Anyway, anyway, uh, Dimitri. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Should I be looking this up? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this, is, this is a stupid thing. To yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um. All right. Well, that's been eighty-seven throwback, and we're gonna everyone. move on to film roulette now. Yeah. Here we go. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see a good movie and the low roller has to go see a piece of shit and the loser gets to turn the tables on the winners by forcing them to listen to an album for a week and that's the way that we play Film Roulette. And this week was a little bit weird because last week we rolled for the master, which didn't end up coming out, even though it was on the distributor's website. Uh, yeah. But it's a loophole with the film festival. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So basically, Casey and I got to go and watch whatever we wanted. Yes. Greg had to go see Resident Evil 3D number eight, Contagion, <laughs> whatever the fuck it was called. I don't know. I don't even um, know what number Resident it is. Resident Evil 3, 8. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll just jump right into it. I saw Bachelorette. Uh, the comedy with um, Kirsten Dunst, right. Adam Scott, Lizzie uh, Gaplin. Lizzie Gaplin. Um, now, wasn't Rebel Wilson? Rebel Wilson's in it too, right? Um, oh, she plays the bride. Yes, the, Brit- the British girl. Yeah. Uh, she was like the room, one of the roommates in in, in yeah, bridesmaids. In bridesmaids. Yeah. Um, this this movie, it's basically about uh, a, a bachelorette, and kind of goes awry, and they rip the dress, and they spend the rest of the movie like 
trying to figure out uh, what they're going to do, how they're going to fix it. Um, this movie obviously isn't going to escape any comparisons to Bridesmaids, but I felt like this movie wisely avoids like the big, the big like gag style. Like in in Bridesmaids, it was like you know they went for really big gag based things like the yeah. diarrhea scene and like yeah. it's yeah. really right. kind of over the top. The There's some slapstick stuff. Yeah. This movie, I, I I thought it was wise that they kind of grounded it a little bit more. And mm-hmm. and aside from being like girl movie like about an ensemble girl and like girl cast and it has to do with the wedding like i don't know i thought it was good i thought it was really pleasantly funny it's not it's not like bridesmaids laugh out loud straight through funny but i just thought like it was a nice movie and it was fun to watch and like they're all great yeah i feel like people are gonna like review it and say that it's a pretty mediocre movie but i just feel like that because they'll be comparing it to bridesmaids yeah or, and because it's not that what kind of I comedy hear... for the most part i mean there's big gags but it's not like like huge setups you know right. it's just a lot of like i don't know and and lizzie kaplan and adam scott their characters have like a little bit of depth it's a little bit cheesy but like i don't know i just found it pleasant there was laughs throughout like i enjoyed it i think people should see it for the cast anyway i thought it was good i, I like all the people in yeah. it uh, i i haven't minded kirsten dunstan things she was um, pretty good in it i mean she's like a bitch and it's like she, she doesn't have like they're all pretty one note characters yeah. like she's the bitch and lizzie kaplan's the slut and the mm-hmm. other girl's dumb but like <laughs> it was still i don't know there was something about it where i was just like why i can't hate this this is like entertaining and it had some laughs and the cast was great i have i I, I can go a long way for a, for a stupid comedy yeah and, and that's and I feel like there's there's going to be something in this. If only Rebel Wilson. I think she is amazing. I think she's so funny, and yeah. I think she's going to be like the next big thing. She, or she's definitely the, funny. The next. She's in the Melissa Pitch McCarthy. Perfect movie, right? Yeah, yeah, which which actually makes me want to see it. I mean, I love Anna Kendrick. She's adorable, but um, I mean, it doesn't look like a movie where there's a lot for yeah. me. I mean, I don't really go in for a lot of acapella singing group yeah. movies. That's what's but. making me not want to see it. The like the plot of the movie. Yeah, the fact that like there's a bunch of funny people and it makes me want to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, bachelorette, like it's on iTunes right now. Uh, they did the, like put it out on iTunes before it goes out into the theaters kind oh, of thing, right, right. which I think is the way to go right now mm. for this kind of like a size of a comedy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like don't run out and see it, but like get it on iTunes or yeah. rent it when it comes out. You yeah. Know, it's this... fun. It's a good comedy. I don't know. And that's an interesting, it's interesting that they, that they did that. And they're doing that more and more with it, with other yeah. movies is that they're, they're, they're putting it on demand first and yeah. then releasing it to theaters. And then doing like a limited release. That feels like the beginning of the end of movie theaters. No, I don't think so. But they've I been just saying think it, that for 20 years. Bec- I just think like, they're never going to do that for like, dread or something big you you put the movies that only cost you I like it's wise for yeah, comedies for like a million two million indie or whatever you yeah, put yeah. it out and then when it goes to the limited run there's like a word of mouth going that like that was funny now that's oh in i understand my, now it's like in my i city understand wh- why yeah. they're doing it i just think uh i don't know like i just see it being uh uh eventually becoming the thing for for I don't, other I don't, movies I don't know, but do you ever think that would be a viable way to release like a major movie like they would never do that for like yeah, like Avengers two yeah you know that would uh, that, I don't think it will ever get to that point yeah not like yet. with big spectacle movies like people still like to go to yeah. the theater I mean it, you can see it like apparently all the numbers maybe are I'm down just thinking from my from year, my point of view because I hate going to the movies I love going <laughs> so to the it's movie the theater, end of going like, to the movies for you for me <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it is and at the end of the day I'm really the only <laughs> the person only I care movie goer I love going to the movie theater I love the experience yeah. of it it's fun it's so much fun I don't know there's certain movies that I I think like you have to see in the theater Absolutely. especially the spectacle movies. no yeah like well when we when we saw jaws earlier yeah. this summer you know like i've never seen that on the big screen before. oh yeah it's meant for that it's exactly it's an enormous film you know it just looks so good up there 
But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what'd you watch, Casey? Yeah. Uh. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, for the listener, Casey the was. Super I, I know. It was, I know it was a curveball. I'm it sorry. Like, <laughs> no, it's like you come was, out of left field asking yeah. me about the topic we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> you looked like you were one of the patrons in that uh, first movie when that train came towards the screen and oh. everyone, ran, <laughs> everyone ran into the theater. You were like. <gasps> It's coming uh, right at this me. question is coming right at me. <laughs> no, I do have to apologize to our listeners. I've, I'm sick right now, so my brain don't go, do good. Yeah. Uh, I, I went and saw this. I was happy that we did a free-for-all uh, movie-watching experience yeah. uh, because I finally got to see Shut Up and Play the Hits, which is something I've really, really been dying yeah, to see the, because uh, I love the shit James out of Murphy. LCD sound system. Yeah. It's like yeah. his final concert it's, with it, it's It's interviews. sort of a concert film. Yeah, it's it's a concert film uh, that focuses mainly on the last show um, at Madison Square Garden, which... Um, Starring uh, Donald Glover. <laughs> it's funny because they have them in the credits yeah. and there's like one quick shot of Donald Glover. And it's cool. You're like, hey, Donald Glover's yeah. there. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, but uh, this movie isn't great. Mm. Uh, the concert footage is amazing. Yeah. And honestly, that's that. it would have been fine if it was just yeah. that. Yeah. Um, now, I, I think I, I might think that because um, it's interspersed with... Uh, uh, interviews with chuck klosterman oh god and i fucking hate i don't like chuck klosterman that much either uh i yeah i hate chuck klosterman and he's uh uh he's so annoying in this movie because like he's is interviewing there a lot of him um, is he like the interviewer yeah oh fuck um and and he does this thing where he, he goes like he'll, he'll ask james murphy a question um, and then he'll go, now, do you suppose that's because uh, <laughs> when you were a child? Yeah. Uh, do you like, suppose that's because of this thing that I think it is because exactly. of? And that's, and it's what he, the same thing he does in his fucking books. Yeah. Now I will say Chuck Klosterman is, is a clever writer and, and his oh, yeah. books are actually fun to read. It's just, he's, he's so, a douche he's though. Such a Did douche you see that article that he wrote about, um, what's that? Tune Yards? He wrote this no. like really like art. I really dig Tune Yards. He wrote this yeah. article about Tune Yards and how like they're like a one hit thing that like no one's gonna care about in years, and we're all gonna look back and be like, remember that weird girl? She was dumb or something. Uh, and I don't even like Tune Yards, and I was like, you're such a douche, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's get so, over yourself. Yeah, yeah, and and it's I I don't know why they used him. I don't know why they used that for well, the. He's like I don't know. Well, I feel he's like he's famous. well regarded, like as like a musical guy or whatever. Mm. Like, but he's oh oh. I don't want to get st- I don't want to yeah. get a, just Let's sidetrack, not sidetrack him. too much. Um, but uh, and then the rest of the movie, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of scenes after the show, the day after the show, yeah. where uh, where James Murphy gets up and he's like, oh, I'm retired. Yeah, yeah. What do I do now? And he goes and walks his dog, and then he goes he goes to the but the camera's on him at all times. You know, and there's there's evidently the camera there, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and it's him just going about his daily life. And I'm like, well, this just always seems a little contrived when yeah. they do this type of thing. And then he goes to because uh, they have to sell off a. Bunch. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. of their equipment and stuff like that because it's in the storage and he goes to the storage and he just cries for a little yeah. and I'm just like eh. you, you're always aware that there's a camera on you so there's always going to be a little bit of that that seems theatrical yeah um, mm. but he's a very interesting man to listen to talk and again the, the concert footage the concert footage was the thing that made me uh, uh, that, that made me well yeah, up yeah. a little bit just because it was this huge oh, epic thing and yeah. fucking Reggie Watts gets on stage Oops. and does this whole song with him what? And oh, fucking cool. Reggie Watts? Yeah. oh man I'm in on this movie now <laughs> totally and, and I was just like holy fuck because you see him I saw like yeah. I knew that he was in it but I'm like oh maybe they just uh, interview Reggie Watts about how he feels about mm. the band yeah, but there's yeah. no interviews like that there's no talking heads or anything like that. Um, in fact, the interview with Chuck Klosterman is just them sitting at a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then Reggie Watts gets up and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> or at least I was because I love Reggie Watts. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was just it was such a pleasant experience watching the concert footage that Sweet. everything else could be forgiven. And there's not too much of everything else. But yeah, I, I recommend it because it, it must have just been a mind blowing thing to see. And they show yeah. shots of of people crying in the audience and people just spazzing the fuck out. Yeah. And, and it just must have really been something special to see. So, yeah, uh, so That's yeah, it's awesome. worth it on that basis. Yeah, well. Sweet. That. And Greg, you had to go see. Yeah, the, well, I lost die roll, so I didn't get to pick something good. I had to Resident see Evil. Resident film. Evil. I mean, what is it called? Retribution. I Retribution. I think. Yeah, it's called uh, Contagion. Uh, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Steven Re- Soderbergh. Um, Resident Evil now, Retribution. Uh, I've se- I don't even know how many they've made of these. Cause this is like the sixth one, I think. Is it? Yeah, because I think I've seen three, and I thought this was four. <laughs> but, you thought wrong. But then they kind of recap some stuff. I'm like, well, I don't know any of this shit. Like, yeah. And, and, and the opening of the movie, I was confused. Uh, this is the fifth film. It's the fifth? Okay. Yes. So Resident, Evil, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Resident Evil Extinction. Resident Evil Afterlife. Resident Evil retribution jesus oh so it's now this is probably the nicest looking one i've seen like it's it's got a pretty solid production did you value. see it in 3d yeah yeah awesome uh how's the 3d I, you know, I didn't really notice it. There was a couple of things they threw at the You were wearing the glasses, the right? End. You know, well, I, I was an idiot and forgot to wear my contacts Put in the on theater. Oh. So I had to try and shove Guy 3D stuff. glasses onto my glasses, which totally sucks. I hate the back yet. of my <laughs> I hate wearing 3D glasses because like, we have big glasses, yeah, Greg yeah. and I. And so like fitting, like they're always different sizes. You never yes. know which ones you can get. Anyway. Um, so the movie, it looks really good. Um, and there's some, Mila Jovovich is really good with the fight sequences, mm. but 
it's so Dumb. devoid of any <laughs> human quality. Like, yeah. you just don't care about anything. Yeah. And it felt really long. There was a point where I'm like, I've been here for two hours. I have to be. And I looked at, then I checked. My, 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about. And I was like, wow, fuck me. What else is going to happen? Yeah, I yeah. just don't care. Yeah, it's like those underworld movies where it's just oh like my a God. whole. Yeah. Like the, we do not need any more fucking underworld movies. What's no. fucked about this movie is it, it is a video game. Like, the yeah. plot mm-hmm. is a video game. Uh, and it moves like one. What happens is she wakes up and she's been being held captive uh, in the Umbrella Corporation. But it's like a test facility. And she has to get to a certain point to meet this team that's going to extract her. She has to find but all the, the test facility keys. is like where they uh, have been testing the virus to try and sell it to different countries back before the world ended. Okay. So there's like a mock New York. There's a mock Moscow and or a mock Tokyo, yeah, and then a suburban zone. So she has okay. to go through all the different levels, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to get out. And then there's a point too where uh, this she has like a friend who tells her what she's supposed to be doing all the time. You know, like a video game guides you. And then she's like getting <laughs> she like types she's help. Getting, oh yeah. my god, well, really? Yeah, and she's getting little. At one point, uh, she pauses so she can go get more know, like, oh, new weapons here. I just oh, I can reload. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oh, here, take these glasses. They'll show you the way. And she puts oh glasses god. on. You know when you're in a game and there's like an arrow on or the a ground? line you follow? Yeah, yeah. This gla- these glasses Jesus. do that for her. No. Nothing about that. <laughs> exactly nothing like about dead that. Space. <laughs> like it's crazy. Nothing about that surprises me though because I'm pretty sure that these movies are made entirely for the people. Yeah, you know, people who want to see. Want it to be as much of a of a video game as it can possibly be? Yeah, uh, I just I I applaud their. Uh, what's the opposite of subtlety? <laughs> <laughs> Blunt. Now, as a video game, I'm sure this would be a very fun video game. There's sure, crazy yeah. shit in it, and the, the the computer graphics look better than they have in this. Did series, you just ever. Uh, keep reaching for a controller? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, when's it my turn? Fucking, I hate when this guy plays. He doesn't yeah. stop. Um, <laughs> But and then, Mom, then the end, pizza <laughs> <laughs> the end is like there's going to be another one because it just it's like, like yeah. kind of a cliffhanger. Well, these make money and they make them every few years. I know. It's well, like, yeah, I guess I they know. make money because I wouldn't. You know, it's the middle of the afternoon. I saw it at two on a weekday, and there was a half full theater. Yeah, of people just buying. I was like, wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have a choice to come here. <laughs> I lost. Yeah. <laughs> like a bet. And you guys are all here under your own movie. free will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and it, but the stupid thing is, is the end scene was the most interesting part of the movie. I'm like, well, I want to see that. That's yeah. All. <laughs> yeah. That looks like I think something. that's what they do with every every one of these movies is like they end on a note where you're like, well, that's going to be cool. And then yeah, the yeah. rest so of the that, movie. So that you forget yeah. that now, the rest of I will of say the opening sequence, the, the opening credit sequence of this is visually stunning. Stunning. Yeah, I loved it. It was fascinating and bizarre, but then it just the rest of the, it's everyone's so cardboard and yeah. unusual. And I don't know, like some of the actors who were in it, I'm like, why are you here? Like I yeah. can't. Uh, but yeah, it's I don't know. If you like these movies, it's a, another one of them. <laughs> yeah. Here's another one. <laughs> if you like the, if you like this kind of movie, this is one of them. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that. Well, let's get to the to uh, let's get to the punishment album so we can get to this role. Well, we're uh, yeah, forty five yeah. minutes in almost. Okay. Oh goodness. Um, well, so I made you guys listen to the latest album by everyone's favorite, uh, Matchbox Twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So give me a rundown. How amazing? How, <laughs> how much has your life how, changed how for life the changing? better yeah. since um, I've given you this album to listen to for a week? Uh, 
brilliant. Well, how, how much did my life change? Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing with this is a when lot. you gave it to us, I was irritated, but I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah. It's just going to be a shitty pop rock album yeah, yeah. and I can get through it. But I was not mentally or emotionally prepared oh, really? <laughs> for how fucked up this album is. Uh, see, I felt it like how fucked up is this album? Now oh. you is it real dark? It's no, it's not like that. It's just, I felt it was what I expected. I, really? Yeah. Well, I guess I just I don't know, but it's just like it's so heroically bad. Yeah. And it has a total formula. It's like power ballad, then weirdly uncomfortable upbeat song, <laughs> then power ballad, then another really weird upbeat. So song. happy. Do you know what it? it, you know what you it, it seemed like they awkward. tried. They were trying to lose the edge that they used to have as magic <laughs> with the original Max Frost Twenty. Like it seems like they're they're like, well, we and they we had need a lot to... of edge. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, they, they were, were nothing as, but edge before. They were as edgy, if not edgier, than the Gin Blossoms. But <laughs> <the> um, <laughs> but like I feel like uh, like I feel like. This is them trying to market, like, like just trying to sell off the songs to, like, the Disney Channel. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is totally they have safe nowhere Jeff to go. Music. No, like, no, exactly. Like, there's nobody who's going to buy this album. Yeah. No, no. Uh, and I sure they're as fuck didn't for buy movie. it. They're looking Come for uh, licensing rights. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and every, that's, every type of montage. That's what I felt like. I felt like this this album was just, like, a business deal. Like, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's <laughs> so <laughs> slick. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> slick. And that she's, uh, the ones that are trying to be the pop hits, like, she's so mean. Which one is that? I remember. Them from their position. It's really awkward and kind She's of so funky. Mean. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> there is some funk on this. Yeah, album. it's like it really, I, literally every other song is a weird up-tempo funky pop hit. Oh my god! Uh, or attempt She's at one. So mean. And he's a guy. That's a fucking you know, song. Yeah, people, that was the single too. Is that the single? Yeah. yeah is, is, is that, that song the chorus? Is She's retarded. so mean. Uh, uh, you're of. pronouncing wrong. It's, She's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> He some people some singers they can only do up tempo some can only do ballads. Yeah. This guy Rob Thomas is can do only nothing. built to do power ballads. Oh, okay, when he tries to sing an up tempo like fun song, it comes off as so creepy. Yeah, well, and because he's because his singing voice is is made up entirely of histrionics like yeah. that's all <laughs> yeah like like so there's no emotion or anything it's just like I go my mom what were those lyrics I go home hey man <laughs> <laughs> no you know he literally makes up his own language of like <laughs> oh so this is like enemy mind territory yeah. <laughs> he's a lot like Lucas <laughs> <Lugasa> Jr <laughs> that's a good song yeah, yeah. I do like that song <laughs> that was my favorite I'm yeah. going to pursue around <laughs> 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 oh fuck you! I almost spit out my water. Oh. Um, yeah, funny. and there's like weird production moments in it where they're like, "Oh, geez, we've made the most boring, you know, song in the world. Throw a sound effect in just to, <laughs> to supplant, you know, uh, lyric ideas." Or, you know, I imagine all those sound there's effects. There's a chunk were of one song where it's just dog barking. It's these terrible, just boring guitar chords. And then there's like a frame plant over top of it that happens on every fourth beat. It's really <laughs> like the producer. What is? What do you? <laughs> The producer was like, "Hold up, we'll get cold my flame makes weird noises. Uh, folder Do a cold open, noise. Noise. No, they're they're just like we need a. Uh, well, we've licensed most of the songs. We need one for like a Looney Tunes <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> just... Yeah, Joe Dante's got a new movie coming out. Yeah, He's exactly. bound to have a animated sequence yeah. at the beginning, and we <laughs> want in on that. So uh, there you go. All right. Uh, so I and I don't understand this band. Like when this band got big, I couldn't figure it out. They were like, Excuse you know, and, and that they're they're totally a may and egg. Yeah, it's, you know when Her? Her? when no one yeah them when they got big and like I I just could not I was like them really this yeah, yeah. is yeah. huge and remember when they because when they started out they were Matchbox twenty like the twenty was a two zero mm-hmm. and then they got really big 
So, and they actually said this, so we're going to change it to Spelling 20, because our music's more mature now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So our spelling should follow suit. That's we all know numbers, man. immature. You learn that shit when you're fucking a fucking Letters are so much more mature <laughs> than numbers. Yeah. Numbers are for fucking children. Yeah. I'm 30 now. <laughs> I only use letters now. <laughs> Why did I stop? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm God. All right. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Now we're going to move on to the rolling portion. Yes. Mm, yeah. Um, all right. So this week we are rolling for Dread 3D, which yep. got a great uh, reaction from uh, Midnight Madness. Yeah. I, I really want to see it. I'm excited about it. It looks good. Uh, Dread 3D The Redemption. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, Despite that, I think this looks awesome. Yeah. And so we are... I, I can definitely go and see another violent movie where somebody fucks people up on every floor of a yeah. building. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 totally. Yeah, that totally. premise hasn't run its course <laughs> for me. So. Uh, a, a long time ago, a friend, a friend of mine wanted to make a rap album where that was the... Uh, where that was what it was. So every track was a different level of a building, and it was going to be called <laughs> The Landlord. <laughs> it was yeah, him going out floor by floor, kicking people out and rapping about it. <laughs> really weird. That is the weirdest idea. <laughs> I don't know why. It. I, I when I, when I saw the raid, I was it. like, that's exactly like that rap album we never made. <laughs> But it's all from the perspective of the landlord. <laughs> yeah, and I hope he's like some like he's got like a bat. He's is he like, like is he like the super guy. like got, Joe like, Pesci? It'd be like it'd be like he's like a badass like antihero. You know, he's yeah. fucking <laughs> I don't kicking know. people out of their own. Kicking people out of their own. <laughs> sure, getting into scuffles. Sweet beats. Um. All right, and so we are rolling for. Uh, what is it? <laughs> I dropped it. Is it three? Why did you do? That? Um. We are rolling for what's the name of it? Trouble, Trouble with, with the, the curve. curve, yes. Which um, that's might ba- hopefully, I don't know. It's got Clint Eastwood and Amy Adams. I don't think it's going to be good. I don't no, know. No, it, it just looks. It looks like it's going to try to warm my heart in a lot of ways. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, with and a it lot just of predictable. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it looks like it's going to be Clint Eastwood trying not to smile, but yeah. darn it, Amy Adams is adorable. Yeah. yeah. And this young Timberlake, he's got something. He's, <laughs> he's got special. He's you know, I didn't something. like yeah. him at first, but <laughs> what's he the, got over there? By the end of the movie, I might call him. Son. Oh mm. God! All right. Yeah. So I dropped the die just now and rolled a five, so I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to let you keep um, that. Just, all right, uh, I'm all rolling. Right. Here we go. What you got rolling on the floor. Four. Four. Not so bad. Not so yeah. bad. My name's Casey, and I'm rolling now. You got a two. two. Oh, this is coming out of Greg. Good. That's a three. three. Yeah. All right. Casey. All right. <laughs> Casey's got some trouble with some curves. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. Now, also, it should be said that uh, because The Master uh, it was only released in the film festival and now it's coming out, it's such a big movie event. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three of us are going to see it. Yeah. So we took it out. Yeah, we'll, even we'll all have something to say about that. Yeah, yeah, no, I was going to yeah. watch it too. So we're just <laughs> yeah. going to watch that and then we'll talk about that to start the next show. Yeah. Totally. So, but I lost... Last week, oh. so I've got punishment a punishment album. album for you guys. Mm. What are been, we going to be listening? You know, to? well, we've been doing a lot of current albums, and that's been fun. Taking it back, uh, I'm going to take it back a little bit, <laughs> but not super far, but just far enough that it's going to be weird. Another and was not was. I feel album. like this is like a <laughs> cerebral assassin album because it's going to be a bad listen, but I feel like 
the days and you know following the mm-hmm. listener it's going to stay with you because you guys oh, no. are listening to uh, the self-titled Ricky Martin album oh, <laughs> oh wow yeah you're living is that, local, okay. is, that, is that that's the one? Oh, that's the one yeah okay. yeah I feel like I already you know can shake your of bon those songs. Bon. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. You know them very well. From karaoke. And then you, yes. Uh, from performing them at karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> from your, when you moonlight as a professional, yeah. as a professional karaoke, karaoke singer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's, all right. That's something. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I feel I've, I think, I'm I think exhausted. We, we, I don't think that's a thing. We're yeah. not going to be able to fully understand this until we start listening it's, to it. Yeah, thing. it's going to be interesting. I, and that's um, the thing. I haven't listened to it as a cohesive album, so maybe maybe I'll it will get be it. brilliant. <laughs> you know. You're like, maybe it's a concept just released album. it as a video album. Yeah. It all makes sense. Oh, together. that's why he was shaking his bonbon. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's move on to Hero Swap. Take it away, Greg. Uh, Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. Why? We started with 64. We'll end with one. This is one of those. Yeah. (laughs) Stop making mouth noises, Casey. I can't do that one anymore. I used to be Uh, able to do the water drop one. Cool story. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That is a good story. Oh, (laughs) man. All right. So this week, uh, this is a very interesting one. Uh, Yes. We've got uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig's Bond. Versus John Rambo, no. yeah, uh, Sylvester Stallone's John um, Rambo. <laughs> as, as you remember, I I recently, as opposed to Corey Hames, yeah. right? <laughs> for that short period where Corey Hames took over. Yeah, um, you'll remember recently I talked about seeing Rambo for the first time. Right, uh, he, first blood, first blood. Yeah, um, he is skilled uh, in jungle warfare. Yeah, oh, like very much, and right. virtually every type of weapon. Yeah. So he's kind of like a, he's a really good all-purpose, yeah. right? Um, and um, and Bond is kind of an all-purpose as well. Yeah, it, yeah. Like b- particularly I think Bond, this, Bond. Is, this is yeah. a very different Bond. This than is any a very Bond. like phys- yeah. This is a badass Bond. Bond. Yeah, yeah. He does. He he has gadgets and stuff, but he also can beat the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Okay, well, let's find uh, we out need where to roll to see where they are. What did uh, I put? Oh, you one or two will be in the UFC ring. Uh, three and four is uh, the jungle, and five and six is Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Let's see what do we got here. We've got five, Thunderdome. Five, Thunderdome. Six, Thunderdome. All right. So this, oh, now this this, uh, this makes it harder. I think. Yeah, it I does. Think this. I mean, the only I don't know because I, I, I think all of them are pretty even playing fields because they're both. I don't know. Like Jungle would have been super even playing field. Yeah. This is the mm-hmm. only um, realm where it kind of throws something. I think it's going to happen quick in, in Thunderdome because they're close quarters. Like I think in the UFC ring as well, it's going to be quick. One of them's going to kill There's the not other. There's a lot of There's pretty nowhere to hide. All right. uh, now in... Uh, we got to roll for what they have here. Oh, okay. yeah, right. Uh, one is nothing. Two is the whistle. Three is the bat with spikes on it. Yeah. Four is the uh, spear hammer. with a knife on the end of it. Oh, five is the hammer. Five is the giant hammer and six is the chainsaw. Right. Okay, so Bond the first. Sporadically working chainsaw. Bond has a whistle. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> oh dear. Okay. It probably uh, and, squirts uh, out some kind of a gas. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, and Rambo has the chainsaw. chainsaw. Okay. So okay. he blows the whistle so hard that Rambo's head explodes. Yeah. <laughs> End of game. Okay. Done. Um. Hmm. 
I, I see no way around uh, around Bond with a whistle getting away from Rambo with a fucking chainsaw. I'm just no, gonna throw that Rambo with a chainsaw is a delightful sentence. I know, like they're both. It's they're, my new band. Uh, <laughs> um, they're I just, both. Uh, uh, they're both strong but agile, you know. Like they're both going to be good at getting away from each other. But, but there's nowhere. Bond's going to gonna be doing a hell lot of a, a hell of a lot more trying to get away because yeah. he's just got a little whistle. Um, um, yeah, and he's great with hand to hand combat, Bond. But then, you, I mean, you see that with Rambo too, particularly yeah. in uh, Rambo Three. The opening of that is that big crazy fight with that dude. So Bond and a lot throws... in, the, in the in the fourth Rambo movie too. There's a lot of hand to hand. He's tearing throats out and right. oh yeah, that fucking yeah, movie. That's a violent movie. And I just wanted to uh, note as well. I don't think I've done it on air, but John Rambo over the course of uh, four movies kills kills two hundred and eighty eight people on screen. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and he doesn't kill anyone in the first movie right uh he causes a death insane he he doesn't did we we already settle this uh, he throws a rock at a helicopter and because of him doing that a guy falls all right so one one guy so 287 in the other three movies so which is fucking insane um i i think bond is gonna throw the uh whistle with laser accuracy into the chainsaw yeah like jam it yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> change laws, I'll give you. I'm gonna, I'll I'm give you the weapons yeah, are, are taken this. out of this. Let's allow this. I, I'll, I'll really? allow that. I was joking. Uh, no, 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 I, I can get behind that because I'm. I'm very uh, upset that the, these two guys met each other in first round because I, I, I really like real both mad. characters. Yeah, I don't like. The, I don't care that much about Bond movies, but but, uh, oh, but man, fucking, Dan, I, I will. I'll, I'll watch all of the Daniel Craig ones because he's so good. Yeah, me too. He's just fantastic. Um, I you know what I don't know I think even if you remove the chainsaw I think Rambo Rambo still has it I mean they're both they're both really physical and they're both aggressive but I feel like Rambo just has that little bit extra to push Uh, him over the top he's he's more of of a bludgeoner he's gonna yeah yeah I think uh, honestly uh, when it comes to hand to hand like I'm like yeah let's get rid of the uh, the the weapons but when it comes to hand to hand uh, I think Rambo's gonna be stronger I think he's gonna be physically stronger I think he's gonna get a hold of him and he's kind of, he reminds me a little bit of, uh, who was it? Like, he's just one of those characters that, like, he will get what he needs to do done. Yeah. Right. You know, oh, yeah. he'll just like, okay, I'm in this, I don't care that this person hasn't wronged me, but, like, I'm put in this situation where right. I have to yeah. kill him or die. He just has a shut off yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, you get him to a certain point and he's yeah. just going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John Rambo is more amoral. Than, he's got, uh, John Rambo has a big chance of taking this whole thing. Yes. I think. Um, I want, I, I did watch Rambo 3. Uh, at work the other night, and he's Stallone is so overly ripped in three yeah. that he looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so bizarre that when I look at him, I think I feel like I'm looking at the weird bodysuit they've put uh, Weird Al in in UHF. Yeah, he looks kind of yeah. like that. Like it's which like is no great one should, by the way because his looks... shoulder. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. But his shoulders and like his traps or whatever his rib cage area muscles yeah. are so. Overly worked out, and it, yes. it also helps that he just screams. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that when somebody has like those mouth. those muscles that like connect from your back to your uh, arms, and they're like triangular underneath yeah, yeah. there. I like it when it's they're so pronounced that it looks like some sort of uh, like wings. Or, yeah, like, yeah. Or like you're like a <laughs> like muscular fly flying away squirrel. After this. Yeah. What is cool though, without because he's 
just all crazy ripped and shirtless in that opening scene. There is continuity through all four films on the injuries he receives. Oh. Is that right? Yeah. The, so like the, uh, the scar he gets over. on his arm from falling through the trees in the first movie is Fuck, in all the movies. Awesome. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that is awesome. And then the, the the scar under his eye from the hot knife in part two remains for the rest of the movies. So they kept up on that. That's which amazing because most That's action cool. movies, the, the scar, the continuity of scars doesn't last scene to scene. No, yeah, yeah. true enough. And this, yeah, for four movies, they held it up. Cool. So are we saying... Uh, I'm saying Rambo. Right, yeah, Rambo. it's got to be Rambo. Rambo. I think yeah. that's, Sorry, Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's a shame. Um, We've got other Bonds in this thing. Yeah. yeah. So don't uh, worry. I other wish, Bonds I wish he was by Rambo later. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> I wish he was the one who got to, uh, who, who got to remain, but yeah, if any of them do. But. So next week... Next week is a really weird this one. This is so weird. Yeah, next week we have uh, Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy... <laughs> Versus, Sarah. I wish you Sarah. hadn't said Tracy. <laughs> I wish it was just Warren Beatty's dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dick oh, Tracy versus Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor would win if that was the yeah. case. She'd uh, be like, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Warren Beatty's dick. Step. Uh, I just rewatched Dick Tracy not too long ago. Nothing to do with this. I just watched it again. It's a really fucking cool movie. What movie? Dick Tracy. Yeah, I always Warren Beatty like, did an awesome um, job directing that. I always feel like people look back on that as if it was like a bad. Because it kind of it wasn't like well I didn't like it when it came out when I was a kid I okay. didn't like it but I liked it as a kid I, and then I wanted something different I wanted yeah. I wanted Tim Burton's Batman okay. again and they were like uh, it's the best it's better than that and when I was like fuck you yeah that movie's the best you're a vulgar child yeah, yeah um, you really were no but I I I always felt like people looked back on it as if it was like a bomb or something and and I wa- I rewatched it recently as well and I was just like I think it I did even, fairly well yeah and I was just like. This movie's awesome. It looks oh, fucking yeah. cool. Pacino's like so good. In yeah, it. the Great visual style is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's so consistent. Anyway, yeah. that's a, I don't know even know how to think about how they're gonna fight. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm glad I get to watch Dick Tracy again. I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, since and I'm I'd... totally watching T2 this week. Fuck that. Yeah, oh, fucking, I love that movie. You know, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna do Dick Tracy probably instead of before mm-hmm. I watch Terminator again. Yeah. yeah. Um. So speaking of Terminator, speaking of yes, we're gonna end the show. Uh, we've recently been. It's a semi-new uh, thing that we've been doing. We're ending the show with recasts. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever gotten drunk with your friends and talked about what would it be like if uh, Terminator got recast, uh, we have the answer for you today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, can I go first? Absolutely. I always drop the ball, and this week... <laughs> This week I I I don't know I fumbled. <laughs> I have I have three people recast. That's all right. Um, There's the I main was doing, three. So yeah, I was doing good. I've only got like five. I'm doing the quote unquote good remake. Good. I'm I've done a very loose term of good. This sure. is kind of I feel like that mine might overlap with the Hollywood, but I feel yeah. like this would be interesting. Right. I don't know if it would necessarily be great. My kind of thoughts going into this was, um, I don't think the movie should try and ape what the original has accomplished like don't try and do that tone so i wouldn't be uh uh, mad if this one had like a bit of humor to it or it was a little bit more of like a fun action movie than the first one was pretty like dark and crazy oh yeah so deadly serious for the terminator uh i picked someone that they're kind of grooming uh for the terminator and kyle reese i picked uh People that they're kind of grooming to be stars, mm-hmm. and 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 we've seen them in movies lately. And I kind of thought, what would it be like if these two people played these two characters? So the Terminator is Chris Hemsworth. All right, All right. I can so, see that. Yep. I just thought like he can. I think he can do serious, but I feel like he could yeah. also bring a little bit of like. Totally, I really it. like him. But, I think he's quite good. Yeah, yeah, he's great. I I uh, mm-hmm. I expect he'll he'll really yeah, be the a, next. That's a very go-to cool call. Guy. I like that a lot. Actually. So, uh, the Kyle Reese character. 
is another person that I feel like is being groomed to be like a big star. So I thought I could put these two people together. It would be interesting. Uh, Kyle Reese's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely. Oh, see that. that's really good, dude. <laughs> yeah. So like, I feel like those right are two on. people that are, are kind of coming up right now, and be interesting to see them play kind of against type. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And see, like, if they could pull it off. Like, I feel like this could also be a bomb. Like, it could also be terrible. But yeah. you never know. Depends on the director. So, and uh, Sarah, I went back and forth on for a while. Sarah Connor. And I decided, because of The Dark Knight, I would pick Anne Hathaway. Because mm-hmm. I want to see her do... I want to see her do everything. More <laughs> things after I've seen that. And I feel like she could do... Like, if she can pull off, like, badass in that kind of way, maybe yeah. she could pull off badass Sarah Connor. Right. Yeah. Which is a tall fucking order. Which is. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like this could be a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. No, I think that sounds pretty yeah. good. Um, so I, I'm doing Hollywood. And uh, I don't think they're going to know to maybe change the tone or anything yeah. like that. Or even think that when James Cameron uh, did Terminator, he wanted the Terminator to be anybody. Yeah. He wanted Lance Henriksen to play the Terminator, but he wasn't a big enough star. So that's when I went with Schwarzenegger. So I think they're going to be stuck in the mold where it has to be somebody big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so absolutely. I think no question it's going to be Dwayne Johnson. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, good call. Uh, that, which yeah, yeah. I'm fine with. I love I would be Dwayne all right Johnson. With that. I'm, I'm waiting for him to be an action star. Like enough be, of the Disney movies. He would handle be, um, those uh, like like where he puts you know in the third one where where uh, Schwarzenegger puts on the the star sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what? He would though? handle those little I would moments be really well. Absolutely. I would be interested in seeing him do the original role and kind of like, cause he's such a charismatic guy. Like yeah. he has that presence. Yep. I would be interested in seeing how he would do in that role, removing the uh, charismatic stuff and like trying to play it serious. Yeah. That yeah. would be really interesting. Cause he's never really done that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then again, now this is a Hollywood movie. Cause I would, I'm, I'd be all right with, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too. Uh, but then, so, it's Hollywood. So, for Sarah Connor, uh, Blake Lively. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Which is what they, uh, You know what? Yeah. I've yeah. seen her in a movie now, and I still other couldn't tell you who she is. I know. I, she's I couldn't a, pick her I'm the, the same way. I'm just like, <laughs> and her? then, because he's... <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying so hard to make him make him a, an action star. Uh, uh, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Is oh, Kyle, Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. Yeah. And then it went a little deeper and tried to cast the other guy with the two cops, uh, Lance Henriksen and Paul Winslow. Oh, okay. uh, went with uh, Richard Jenkins and Sean William Scott for them. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I Actually, I like the pairing of those I, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I it were talking about it last night, and we kind of like, yeah, I bet they'd bounce off. I know, yeah. yeah. They, yeah they, I kind of feel like they'd probably have some good moments. That. Um, yeah. And uh, I, we... we, we Athena and I went into it pretty deep, and so we were talking about the, uh, uh, the psychiatrist as well. Might as well recast yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. We were thinking TV, and I guess psychiatrist gets in your head, but we were thinking uh, David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. Be, uh, I was about to say, Frazier? I don't yeah, want to Yeah, we, well, yeah, we talked about Kelsey him. Grammer, but to David Hyde Pierce, because there is such a, I don't know, he's so wimpy, the psychiatrist. I love that guy yeah, from yeah. the original ceremony. I mean, he kills that role. It's so good. But uh, yeah. Oh, and then uh, we were talking. We, we might as well get the uh, uh, the roommate and her boyfriend in there too. And uh, for the boyfriend who gets killed by uh, the Terminator early on, the uh, uh, Chris Zilka, who's uh, Flash Thompson in the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm. Oh, okay. And uh, and for the roommate, we have who do we have? Yeah, I didn't write it all down. Oh yeah, the blonde nine hundred two one zero chick, the new nine hundred two one zero. You look at me like yeah. yeah I'm looking at you. You know, you know. <laughs> Casey has memorized There's, uh, the, 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 the lead blonde girl on nine hundred two and zero. We figure her. She'll she'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's my. 
I like Hollywood it. Cast. I would. I'd, yeah. I'd watch it to see what it was. Sure, I will. Yeah, <laughs> with I'd some of those picks, just to hate it. You mean get the director of the rundown, Annalyn McCord? There you go. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm done. All right. So my bad one, bad is subjective. Bad yeah. as in hilarious. Um, well. I think this would be pretty good. I expect uh, a lot of Daniel Tosh. Uh, <laughs> no, I leave that to you. I leave you to, uh, his career rests in your hands, which is why I now have to kill you. Uh, I've got for the Terminator. I wanted someone sort of of the same type as as Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. so I got Woody Allen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for uh, for Sarah Connor. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, I, I'm going to go blonde this time. So I got Victoria Jackson. Uh, she's playing Sarah. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's, she's in Star I had the hugest crush on her when I was a kid. Oh, though. totally. Uh, I thought she was so cute. Yeah. Uh, uh, geez, I just, uh, I, I'm here to, I, I'm just, I gotta, you, uh, I gotta kill you. Uh, you. I can't ever do Woody Allen because I always <laughs> turn into Travolta. To Travolta. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, geez, it's so, so weird or something. <laughs> maybe, maybe that, yeah. You know what? I'm going to get, tra- I'm going to change that to Travolta. Uh, as Vinny <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, for Kyle Reese, I've got Danny DeVito. Uh-huh. But... Danny DeVito as the penguin. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that would be lighthearted awesome. and fun. Uh, for uh, Lieutenant Traxler, I have got uh, uh, Paul Winfield. Originally, I got J.J. Uh, uh, Walker. Oh, uh, Jimmy Walker, because <laughs> in everything he's been in, he's, he's dynamite. dynamite. And uh, for Vukovich, who was originally um, uh, originally. Uh, uh, Lance Henriksen mm-hmm. I've got Larry David oh that's amazing, <laughs> amazing. I would watch that <laughs> I would actually watch that so that's my instead that's of the plot moving along he would just be fussing about yeah, like, a like pants tent or something the minutia of yeah. when Terminators attack <laughs> <laughs> You'd be complaining about when they come into uh, when they come into our time. Why does that have to be so loud? Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's just, yeah, just yeah. We know you for keep it down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that okay. was amazing. And I love our that. recast for next week uh, for us to work on is Ghostbusters. Oh, yes, I'm excited awesome. about this one. So, Although this is going to so be impossible. What are we doing? Because last time we yeah had we a, screwed it all up. Yeah, so, we, we told you lies the last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So. so uh, it would be my turn to do good, I believe. Okay. Because I did stupid so for aliens and good. Hollywood. Yeah. Good for me. You're good. Hollywood. Hollywood. Stupid. Dan, stupid. I will be doing stupid. Stupid Dan. <laughs> stupid Dan. You fucking idiot, Dan. You're <laughs> so well, fucking stupid. stupid. <laughs> awesome. Well, yep. that's our show. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That, that is a it. good one. Uh, let's do uh, like a, a whole other a freeze frame podcast about this oh. one. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, about this show. About yeah, this what, episode. What, what did you guys think about this? Episode? <laughs> That'll be episode thirty point five recap. Yeah, recap. We'll be recasting yeah. this episode too. Yeah, yeah. we'll uh, just bring in other people to be us. Yeah, and this is our thirtieth episode. I know, so right? You turn thirty, no more numbers. No. Oh no. <laughs> From now on, <laughs> I will be lettering our episodes. H I R T Y. Thirty-two. Uh, uh, thirty-one next week. Uh, All right, uh, that, I'm, I was actually excited when I saw that it was the thirtieth. <laughs> you know, what, you know why I like that you delineated between numbers and letters is that you by just going thirty-two, thirty-two, thirty-two. It's like, well, that was clearly I letters. Just the, yeah, I just had the clear pronunciation. Um, yeah, he's I also know. drinking a Carlsberg. I am. So. <laughs> hey, when you get to your Carlsberg years, yeah, nothing else, that nothing else will do no it. More am I right? Mask. That's why I don't am spell I Carlsberg right? with numbers anymore. <laughs> You don't use that four for an A anymore. You fucking write that fucking A down. No, sir. (laughs) 
Yeah. Anyway, I thought uh, it was uh, when I saw that it was episode thirty. I was like, that's some kind of a milestone. It right? is. I'm, I'm very proud of us. Yeah. That's that's one episode for each listener. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start getting a lot bloated and longer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. now that we're thirty. We're gonna have like really hard opinions yeah. on like politics. Next now episode, or... I think we're all just gonna break down and cry in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where have we gone wrong? This thing's eventually just gonna turn into the Dennis Miller show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You can find us on Twitter at synwpc. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/synwpc. And you can follow our network, uh, Modern Superior. Modern Superior. Um, the website we got a new website coming soon. Uh, I in the, we have possibilities of down the road having some new shows. Maybe we're gonna start thinking about. Yes, yes, expanding. those things are uh, are all in the works. So uh, you're gonna want to keep an eye on it. We're gonna get this uh, new website up soon. So listen to Kangaroo Court. If you're into sports, yeah, that or show. if you're not, because it's 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 yeah. entertaining either way. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And uh, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas, uh, yeah. hilarious. Check that out if you like hilarious things. Hilarious things. And, uh, improv uh, on tape. Improv on tape. It's our show uh, out of LA. Uh, yeah, show out of LA. We had a guy from Mere Wolf on our network, technically. Yeah, because of them. So <laughs> six I'm degrees keep, of I'm Scott Ackerman. I'm gonna plug that forever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be on like episode 100. I'll be like, that's the show that had an earwolf guy on it. Yeah. And you know what? I so also I basically invite, know. <laughs> I, I invite our listeners to if if you're like new to, to podcasts and you don't really know what to listen to, uh, there's there's so many great uh, podcasts out there. Uh, my podcast, I, I'm gonna plug one uh, at the end of every show. That's a new segment, guys. Uh, uh, there's one by Dan Harmon, the creator of uh, of Community. It's it's called Harmontown. It's a live show they do at uh, at the Nerdist Meltdown in L.A. It's really great. It's full of really hilarious ideas and really hilarious shit. So, uh, so check that out. Yeah, I've been meaning to listen to it, but I haven't yet. It's really great. Yeah. So awesome. That's it. Yeah. We will see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Bye, Internet. Bye. I like that we did that with no explanation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of that happened before we started. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's just a bunch of idiots going, ha, We're going to do that a lot. Um, Okay. Let's just do it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.